Welcome to this live edition of Mid-South Viewpoint on this Wednesday afternoon. I'm Byron Tyler. Glad to have you along. Partly sunny this afternoon with a high near 85. Cloudy skies tonight with a low down to 67 degrees. Thursday, partly sunny, high near 85. Friday, slight chance of showers moving in. Mostly cloudy with a 30% chance of rain. Friday night at 40%. And that rain chance decreases to a 30% on Saturday with a high near 78. Mostly cloudy skies. We're really hoping the rain, especially for Saturday, Saturday, Cinco de Mayo will hold off because there's a lot of activities all over the city. We want to talk about that. But we also want to say hi to our Facebook friends. So if you're watching via Facebook, we're glad that you can connect with us right now. We've got several friends starting to join us and share this. Let me invite you to please share it. Hit the like button. Give me the thumbs up and the hearts and all that good stuff. As you watch live on Facebook, it's Byron Tyler, Byron640 on Facebook. Love to have you join us and watch our Facebook feed, and it's live right now as we're live on AM640 and FM100.7. Don't forget now, tomorrow is the National Day of Prayer. Quite a few venues around town for prayer. My good friend Carol Leak, who is coordinator of the Shelby County National Day of Prayer, has sent me a list of many places to go. I want to mention a couple of them. Actually, Carol will be opening comments and welcoming those tomorrow from 12 to 1, the National Day of Prayer in Memphis, the front lawn of the Edmonston Building, Shelby County Government East Complex, 1075 Mullen Station Road in Memphis. There's going to be some great praying going on there and pastors coming to, to share. So that'll be taking place. Then also I want to mention Soto County has something taking place. South Haven at the Jim Saucer Park, 8710 Northwest South Haven, Olive Branch Prayer Service from 12 to 1230 at the Olive Branch City Hall. Visible School, downtown Memphis from 1030 to 130. Millington Town Hall will be joining in prayer from 7 until 8 p.m. at the Baker Community Center tomorrow night. Those are just a few places. We are hopefully going to do something special tomorrow. I'd like to make my way out to some of these prayer venues, bring some audio recording, different speakers and prayers, and maybe produce a show that we can bring to you on tomorrow's Mid-South Viewpoint at 3 o'clock. So glad that uh, we can uh, pray and have the freedom to do that. Please take advantage of that. Well, hey, today, looking forward to our guest, Greg Diaz. Greg has been on before. It's been a while since I've seen Greg. I saw Greg at church on Sunday. He made an announcement about a special event taking place this Saturday, and so uh, I called him real fast. He was on his way to the Orchard Church where Sam Shaw pastors. Greg, good to see you. How are you doing? Byron, thank you so much for having me today. I'm so happy and glad and honored to be not only back on the air, but to be with you. So it's uh, definitely a uh, a blessing. My Spanish is no better than the last time that we got together. <laughs> and since I saw you, my son married a young lady, a beautiful young lady from uh, Nicaragua. I need to learn Spanish because one day my grandkids will be speaking Spanish and I want to be able to talk to them, you know? Especially if you want to have a good relationship <laughs> with your uh, daughter-in-law, you might be a good idea to make an effort to learn the language. Oh, I think that's a great idea. We want to talk, first of all, there, there's a, um, is it a national holiday or a national celebration in Mexico for the children taking place actually on Monday of this week? Is that correct? Right. Every April 30th, regardless of what day it falls, it's Dia del Niño, Children's Day. And it's a national holiday. Uh, Mexico and parts of Central America and even South America, there's a huge celebration. And it comes, it just, uh, it celebrates uh, children. There's a big fiesta, food, dances. Parents come and truly uh, celebrate and honor the life of the children, regardless of uh, where they come from. And Las Americas, I'm 
the executive director of Las Americas, we serve close to 600 Latino kids a day. Well, see, I looked at the website, and it says 300. So, I mean, this is multiplies growing. Yeah, the, the website needs to be uh, updated because uh, we haven't updated since we opened our second site that it's on Summer in Highland. Uh, oh, so you have two sites now. Uh, now we have two sites. <laughs> <laughs> About a year ago, that website went up. So we, we have we have been experimenting very rapid growth. So we, we serve kids from about 14 different countries. We have about 10 programs. We have close to 600 kids that we serve every day Incredible. in all those programs in both of our sites. But all that to say that we've been doing it for about past four or five years. But this year, God has really gotten this festival and has just blow it up way beyond me, which is always a good thing. It is a good thing. And I understand that uh, there's several really large gatherings or events that typically would take place that have postponed their events so that they can join you and make one big celebration for the children. Right, right. Well, you know, Latino Memphis, every year they do their Cinco de Mayo Festival. It's over at Overton Park, isn't it? Right, yeah. right. So speaking to Mauricio Calvo, he was so gracious. And, and he said, Greg, we, we just have seen how truly Las Americas has been growing. So we'd rather cancel our, our, our event and just join you guys for that event. And then Pastor Bartholome Orr, who was here a couple of weeks ago uh, with you, has a big picnic every year with about nine, ten thousand 10,000 people. Yeah. And he has been so intentional in reaching out to the Latino community. He decided to cancel that picnic as well. Come and join our, our festival. Didn't you say his picnic averages around 9,000 people who come out yes. to this picnic? Yes. They, they, it's massive. Yeah. It's massive, his picnic. And then, you know, I've, I've been in Memphis for 20 years, and I have developed great relationships. And uh, so some, some of the large churches in town that I, when they heard of what we're doing, they said, Greg, how can we serve? You know, our church, our present church worships inside of Harvest, where Dr. Ken and Vaughn, yeah. it's the lead pastor there, and they've been phenomenal in partnering up with us. So they're they're joining our, our festival and, and, and providing some funds as well. And so is uh, Fellowship Memphis. The Orchard, what I called them, and I, I told them I was looking uh, to feed 3,000 kids. It was a two-minute conversation. <laughs> well, if you spoke with Sam Shaw, I can see that. Yeah, well, know? I spoke to Jimmy Farrell, which okay. is Sam Shaw, kind of right-hand guy. And they said, we, we got it. We love to do it. They stand for diversity. They stand for serving the, uh, the underserved. They stand for serving children. And that, that's pretty much what each one of these churches involved stand for. High Point, Fellowship, Harvest, The Orchard, Brown Baptist Church. Um, Agape is gonna, it's involved as well. They're going to be joining us, Latino Memphis. And, of course, uh, the church I have the privilege of pastoring for the past 12 years, Nueva Dirección. That's how Las Americas was born. Right yeah, I was going to say, this is something that really birthed out of you and your wife's heart. Right. Some, what, 14 years ago or longer? 10 years ago. Our church is 12 years ago. So 10 years ago, I went to the staff of the, the church and I asked them, why don't, why, why don't we open the doors of our church? We just asked the Latino families around our community to bring their children. We helped them with their homework, knowing that they couldn't help them because of the uh, language barrier and some other problems. So Daisy, my wife, came on to be the, the first executive director and open up the program along with Rosario for the very beginning. One kid showed up the first day. Fast forward 10 years, we served close to 600. Incredible. And Incredible. Uh, it has really grown or organically. And, and Byron, a lot of people still don't know about our program. 
about Las Americas and you know Ken Bennett the uh, oh yeah yeah it's with Streets Ministry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He, he then he became the chairman of our board oh, he great. came to see what we did and he said great this got to be Memphis best kept secret can I be part of it and I told him you can have it well you know Greg <laughs> there's some things I don't know if our listeners are aware of first of all Tennessee has the third fastest growing Latino population in the nation yes ten percent of all kindergartners in the state of Tennessee are Latino Memphis has the second largest Latino population in the state, nearly 100,000. I'm sure it's even higher. Yeah. I was speaking to Kent Moody today, Mayor Strickland's uh, right-hand guy. He was asking me the same question. And I told him, I think there's there's about 150,000 Latinos in Memphis and the surrounding areas. Yeah. Going back to what Las Americas, the mission existing to serve and develop functional and successful Latino youth and children of all ages and help them make that smooth transition into the American school system and the lifestyle right here in Memphis. I want to back up a little bit and talk about your backstory, because this is really where the heart is of this whole Las Americas, because you were there at one time. You remember leaving your homeland and coming to the U.S. Can we back up a little bit and let you tell that story? how you first came, the transition, the language barrier, and some of those hurdles you had to jump over? Well, when people ask me that question, I I actually tell them that Las Americas started in October 1988. I'm the youngest of 10 children. Most of my brothers and sisters had immigrated to America. They were in the hotel business in Houston, Texas. My older brother had developed cancer, and my mother was really torn between three her three youngest kids back in Mexico City and the older ones already living in Houston. So one day, my mother picked up the phone and called and said, you guys are going to come to Houston to visit me for a weekend. We arrived on a Friday. On a Sunday, she walked into the bedroom and broke the news with tears in her eyes and said, you guys are not going back. I cannot have my family split. By Wednesday, I was thrown into the school system. I didn't know the language. I didn't know the people. I didn't have any any uh, friends in there. And it was another race and another ethnic group that I, I was not familiar with. On Friday, I realized that I could solve the math problem on the chalkboard. And I turned to a Mexican-American guy and I asked him, how do you say maestra, teacher? in English, he told me a bad word, the B word. So I raised my hand and I called the teacher a bad word. She got so upset and so mad that she started screaming at me, but I didn't understand what she was saying. So she finally came and grabbed me by the neck and dragged me out of the classroom and dragged me all the way to the principal. And then I realized that I had done something wrong. I asked permission to go into the restroom and I started crying. I was 12 years old, but at nine years old, I had given my life to Jesus through a missionary from Riverside, California that went to do a BVS in Mexico City. And I promised God that if I ever was given the opportunity to do for other children what has not been done for me at that moment, I would. So fast forward many years later, went to school, went through school, uh, got a full scholarship to play baseball. They took my scholarship away because by then I had become an undocumented person. I ended up going back to my country. I felt like God was telling me, if the system of this country doesn't take you, son, I'll take you. So I went back to my country to go to seminary, become a pastor. That's where I met my wife. We ended up coming to the States. So fast forward many years later, we planned a church. We planned Nueva Dirección two years into it. God reminds me of that promise I've made him in October 1988. God has a funny way to remind you of things. And I said, well, let's let's open Las Americas. Let's. I'm sure there are 
children in the same shoes that I was many years ago. Yeah. And, well, today we have about 600 of them. That is incredible. What a journey. And it's through the humiliation that really this was born. What you felt in your the deepest part of your soul was a need. And that's really oftentimes how we reach people, you know, getting down to the real heart issue. Unfortunately, that happened to you. But in a good way, God took the negative and turned it into this positive thing. And all these children are being reached today. Greg, we're in a time right now where the issue of immigration and everything is such a very controversial thing. Even sadly, the church has become divided over this issue of caring for people. It's a sad thing in many ways. Talk about that area when you look at the church and it's responding and engaging a work like Las Americas. Well, <laughs> I don't know where to start. You know, I think the church has, has failed, not only at the, at the issue, but at loving your neighbor. Where I come from is, despite of the legality, can we love these people? Can we show them mercy? I remember in, in, about a year ago in July when all these raids started happen, happening. You might remember that I was a lot on TV with news and, and whatnot, trying to help out a lot of those families and whatnot. And I will get a lot of calls from different churches and friends and mission pastors saying, Greg, how can we help you? And I would tell them, well, this family is fatherless right now. Can we help them with a little funds to for them to figure out a month where they're going to move, where they're going to do? Sure, we'll call you. None of them ever called back. And it was when they went back to other folks and have conversations that they really didn't know what to do. Because taking a plane and going to Honduras and taking the picture and saying we built a school over there, it's sexy. Yeah. But helping the same Honduran children here, all of a sudden, it's not that sexy, Sexy it's not that attractive and whatnot. You know, those things, I leave it to God and I leave it to the government. I do know, we all know that we need a comprehensive immigration reform. We yeah, all know sure. that. While those people are here, can we love them? Can we reach them with the gospel? There are 59 million Latinos in America. 48 million of them do not go to church anywhere. Don't you think that the Church of Christ has a lot of work to do in that area, regardless if they get a green card or not? Totally. It seems like that should be our, our heartbeat right here as part of who we are, following the, the mandate of the gospel when Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples of all ethnicities. We're the reach, and that includes the Latino population that we're so really fortunate to have in our community. There's a rich heritage. I mean, I was just thinking about some of the, the cultural differences in how we can learn we don't have a children's festival in America, but, you know, your culture does. We can have a good time together coming out on Saturday. I believe it's going to be at Treadwell. It's going to be at Treadwell. You can you can find it at Las Americas and Choose 901 is going to share it. I'll ask Byron to uh, share it here as well after the program. But it's going to be at Treadwell Middle. Some people ask, if, if why is it going to be a Treadwell? Well, the reason being, it's Treadwell has, uh, Treadwell Elementary has, uh, close to 60% Latino population. Kingsbury has 50, has 53% Latino. Kingsbury Middle is like 63% Latino. But not only that, it's extremely diverse. Not only with Latinos, but with African Americans, with Arabs and other ethnicities. Right. The idea is for all families to come around and just hang out. Let the children run together. Let's let's rub shoulders. Let's eat together. Let's just let's just spend some time together. 
Let's create some relationships around the table. I'm bringing tents for 500 people. I'm feeding 3,000 children for free. I got carnival rides for free. And somebody asked, why carnival rides? Because if you grew up poor or you're from the inner city and your parents take you to the fair, they will tell you, all right, I have money for two rides or three rides. Yeah. So it's like taking, for some of those kids, it's like taking them to the fair and tell them, look, this is your Disney World for a day. It's unlimited. Yeah. It's unlimited. Yeah. Just just run, <laughs> run, run wild. So that's that. Oh, I think that is fantastic. And that's going to take place this Saturday, Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, which, by the way, is my wife and I have been married 34 years on May 5th. Oh, wow. Congratulations. So it's, a, it's a big day for us. And, you know, we're already talking about spending some of our anniversary by coming out and celebrating with you. Well, thank uh, you. She bought two shirts. I wanted to wear, especially for my Facebook friends, and I, <laughs> want, I left this morning without my T-shirt. We bought two Los Americas. Part of the funding goes to help support you guys. Yes, the funding, the T-shirt funding helps support Las Americas, but honestly speaking, it's it's supporting the festival. Yeah. You know, not a whole lot of funding will come out of this for Las Americas, but if we break even, I'm, I'm happy yeah. with it. <laughs> Any time a ministry can do an event like this and break even, you're doing good, you know? Yeah, my, my board will agree with me, you know? Uh, but uh, there will be a tent there where, where people can donate, whether they want to donate a dollar or ten dollars or $100, or whatever they might want to donate there, they're able to. I think the main thing, too, is to come out and participate, bring your family, yes, and enjoy, take pictures, have fun. I met with a lot of principals around the, the, the schools. Most of them had in comment. They would tell me, Pastor Diaz, not a whole lot of things happen on this side of Sam Cooper Boulevard. That hit me. They really feel neglected. Taking something like this to to a community or 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 an area where not a whole lot of positive things happen is definitely a joy. Hey, we'll say hi again to our Facebook friends. Thanks for tuning in to our live Mid South Viewpoint. We've got Pastor Greg Diaz with uh, Las Americas that's here talking about the big event. Help me. Now, I told you my Spanish is not good, so I know it's the Children's Day Festival. But how do we say this in Spanish? Dia del Niño. Dia del Nino. Yeah, Dia del Nino. Dia del Nino, okay? There you go. It's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this, all right? But the <laughs> Dia del Nino event on Saturday at Treadwell from 11 a.m. until 5 p.m. Yes, sir. There's no cost. There'll be food that people can purchase, though. Yeah, for the adults, we're going to have tacos, and we're going to have pupusas, and then we're going to have some snacks. Tamales? No tamales. No tamales? Okay, maybe no. next well, time. Well, maybe some of the uh, <laughs> uh, the vendors there will will take some tamales. Okay. But we'll get, we're going to have the best tacos in town made and, and pupusas and for the adults to be able to purchase. All right. I want to go back, if we can, Greg, for a second and help us with some of the misconceptions that we as naturally born U.S. citizens potentially have or typically have toward those from Latino community? Oh, wow. Well, first of all, uh, some of the ones that I hear often is that the immigrant community don't pay taxes. Last time I went to Kroger, I remember telling the uh, cashier, well, look, I don't pay taxes because I'm an, I'm an immigrant. <laughs> we, we pay taxes everywhere we go. <laughs> and in fact, we pay taxes, and, but yet we're not able to tap into those resources that taxpayers do. So one of the misconceptions is that the immigrant community is a great business for America because we contribute a lot of money to the economy. We contribute a lot of money to Social Security, but yet we're in a position that we're not able 
to tap into those um, resources. It has been proven the immigrant community, it's the ethnic group that gets the least in trouble. We're not trying to draw attention to ourselves. For the most part, we're good drivers. We don't get in trouble because we don't. We, we, the last thing we want to do is get attention from a policeman where they'll ask for our driver's license when we typically don't have one. Right. So uh, a lot of the mis- misconception is that um, they're they're. You know, our current president started his campaign saying that uh, we're criminals, we're rapists, we're this, we're that. It has been proven that that we're not. So, and for the most part, um, at least in the Mid-South, I haven't found hardly anybody that believes that. You know, Memphis, it's a great. There's a reason why Tennessee is the third, third fastest growing state with Latino population, because it's a friendly state. And if you work hard. And if you respect the laws, if you uh, serve the community, there's always room in the state of Tennessee for, for you, regardless of how you look or where you come from. And you know, my dear friend, there's always room for you here in the seat behind oh, this microphone. Thank you, Brian. You know, it's been too long, actually. Yeah. I'm glad we could get back together. No doubt. I'd like to get you back on to get more updates on the work that you're doing through the church ministry and other ways that we can connect to. Because I think it's an important part. Keep in front of our listeners here on Mid-South Viewpoints. I'm always glad to have you on. Thank I was you. excited to see you at church on Sunday. Thank you, Byron. It, it was it was a joy to see you. I, I follow you on Facebook. I, I see your interviews, and, and I, I admire the work that you've done through how many years be, behind the mic now? Oh, my goodness. I, I, I can't even count. I mean, we've been back here since we left the mission field in 2002. You know, we, yeah. we were here the first time from 86 to 93 and then went on the mission field for a number of years. Came back 2002 and came back to work for BOTS. I've been back here since then. You're a legend in the city. Well, I don't know about that, but I'm, I'm glad to be able to share the God stories of yes. what he's up to in the lives of people like Greg Diaz and others that are doing great contributions to our community. You know, talk about making America. America great again. We're making Memphis great by doing events like this. Again, friend, don't forget Dia del Nino. It's going to be this Saturday, Cinco de Mayo, 11 to 5 at Treadwell, the fields at Treadwell Middle School. And Highland. Yeah, they're at Highland. Yeah, uh, Highland, okay, very so, close to summer. Okay, so Treadwell is right off of, uh, that is Highland. It is on Highland. That is Highland. Yeah. Highland, and I was thinking Highland and Macon. Very close. Very uh, close to yeah, the intersection. Yeah, if you on Highland in summer, it's like four blocks north. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and you on Highland and Macon, it's like three blocks south. So it's like right in the middle yeah. on Highland. And let me encourage our friends, listen, if you just have an hour, couple hour block of time on Saturday, I know there's a lot of events that take place as the weather starts getting nice. Don't exclude this event from some portion of your day. You might not be able to come for the whole time 11 to 5, but sometime between 11 to 5, please come out and support this. Here it is to our Facebook friends. We're going to put it up close to the camera so people can see it. And I hope that you will come out. Greg Diaz, God bless you, my dear brother. Thank you for what you do for Christ's kingdom. Thanks for being with us live today on Mid-South Viewpoint. Thank you very much, Brian. Oh, hey, give the web address before we say goodbye. Yes, you can go to lamemphis.org. Is that easy? lamemphis.org. Fantastic. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. Also say thank you to our Facebook friends. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time. I'm Byron Tyler. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.